Hey, thanks for joining me for episode two of The Root of Things with Black Plant Lovers. Jairika and I had the most amazing conversation. Unfortunately, there are some sections upon review of the conversation that recorded with us somewhat overlapping when we're speaking. Hopefully it won't throw the conversation off that much for you. It's only in a few spots. It's annoying as hell to me, but you know, can't go back and redo it. Uh, The conversation is still amazing, but I just wanted to point that out because you might find at some moments you're trying to like, you know, figure out why she's speaking before I finish asking her something. Apparently this is an issue, a known issue with anger. This is the first time that it's happened to me, so it wasn't known to me. But I just wanted to share that right up front. But even in spite of that, it does not change the fact that this was a really fun time. And I think that you guys will enjoy the interview. So without further ado, now that we've gotten that out of the way, welcome to episode two. Welcome to the Root of Things with Black Plant Lovers. Today, I have a really special guest, one of my girls from Chicago, <laughs> Jairika of Jive Plants. Hello, Jairika. Hi. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me. I am excited to have you on. You are one of my favorite people <laughs> in the Plantstagram. I love your energy and just all that you share with the community. Thank you. So I definitely wanted to have you on. Happy spring. Happy spring. <laughs> it is here. I'm so excited. Thank you so I much. I know. <laughs> right? And I've been, I mean, here in Chicago, we definitely are ready for it. Ooh, we. <laughs> <laughs> we have been waiting, waiting any moment to put on flip-flops. For oh, my God. <laughs> or even just to be able to, like, open a window, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, or just go outside and not be freezing. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm really happy for that. But before we get into all of the good root of things, can you please just, you know, share a little bit about yourself with the people? Yeah, my name is Jairika Guest. Uh, I am the owner, creator of Jai Plants, and I am originally from, of course, that's my dog in the background. <laughs> I'm originally from Louisville, Kentucky. I've been in Chicago about eight years now, and last year I started a plant page and sort and also started a plant business called Jai Plants, um, focusing on both plant consultations and really helping people thrive in um, in the middle of a paragraph or the pandemic, as people like to call it. So, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, I first um, and first uh, I'm an actress dancer, director, intimacy director. So um, when those things were put on pause because of this panorama, I uh, I looked to the plants. So that's really how I got started. <laughs> awesome. I love that. And I mean, so many of us look to the plants mm-hmm. because, man, I mean, it's even hard to describe like what they truly give us. Yeah. Um, I think one of the great things about it is for each of us, it would be a little different. Like there would be some commonality in it. But ultimately, what we truly get from our plants is so personal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I, I really, really love that. And so you started just like last year when the, when I started. When did you first start your page in the Plantstagram? Yeah, I started my page in May of last year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I started mine in June. Okay. So like, right. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So many people, um, you know that I've met over the last year have been from the Plantstagram and a lot of them were like new, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. to the whole thing. I was new to the Plantstagram. I wasn't new to Instagram because right. I had a blog for almost 12 years, but I just love the community mm-hmm. and the sense of connection Definitely. from the folks, from the plant lovers, you know? Yeah. It, it was, just... it's been an interesting journey. I feel like I didn't expect uh I, I I wasn't ready. I was not ready <laughs> for the amount of uh, community that came in. And I mean, I I have my you know my artist page, and that you know is doing well. But it was just interesting when I started my plant page, just how 
I already knew that it was predominantly white as far as like the plant community as a whole from what I'd seen, but Mm -hmm. it was just, when I say like the outpour, like the people that were just like, hey, what's up? And it they were all Black people. And I was like, well, come on. I will step <laughs> into this community. What do y'all want me to bring? Uh, mac ah! and cheese? Uh, You're like, I'm coming to this what picnic. What, am I, what do you need? What you I'm need? Ready. I was like, I need this. I was like, give me all the melanin because that just, that threw me. And I I, I just, I'm, I'm truly, like, every single day I'm thankful. So, yeah, it's it's awesome. Yeah, it really is. And I love what you mentioned about the fact that we all perceive the Mm. plant community to be so white Mm. because that was what we were given Mm -hmm. in most instances. You know, I don't care if it's what kind of media it is. For the most part, it seemed like it was very white. So I love that we Black folk (laughs) are now out there loud and proud, plant parents, you know, sharing it with the world. Yeah. Because I I think that it encourages other people, you know, to do the same. Yeah, I think it's it's so necessary. The fact that our representation alone matters so much. Like even as a as a consultant, whenever I think about how often I pull together materials for for clients, I look to YouTube, and there's so often. Again, I've had plants for years, but and I've mm-hmm. and I've learned to tend to them because of like things that I learning books and things that I watch on the videos but it's interesting when you come in contact and come in contact with the community of people that look like you but what you've seen before and experienced before has Mm -hmm. solely been it's been predominantly white so how do you now kind of structure your your instruction and your you know your your support and your help and your and your plant care from from us, you know, and I, that right. for me, it just felt so good to be able to say like, great, I now have like one representation and material from people that look like me, that talk like me, that, you know, have similar backgrounds as me. And what a gift. It just, it feels, it feels amazing. And I, I, I like being a part of that community. Yeah, I love that. I think, you know, that that whole connection, you know, to people, you know, some people try and downplay it, but I yeah. think that it's such a huge thing when you know that something is open to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the fact that we are now, you know, creating all kinds of, you know, brands yeah. in the plant sphere is so exciting to me. you know it was one of the reasons why although I had never ever thought about opening a plant shop doing plant pop-ups selling plants ever in my life I I know but like like, I never thought about it but then I was just like why not yes we love them too yes also (laughs) I'm tired of going all over the place to find plants I want plants in my hood you know so I'm just like I want other folks who look like me to have access to plants that's and see that's the part that's the key right there I and I I tell this to anybody that ever asks like how do you go about your um like consultations and that's Mm -hmm. not to continue to plug that but it's because I I always think about like how I got started how you know I I didn't start with like a large plot of land like I look to my grandmother and I'm like if I can help my grandmother who you know is essentially you know in what's considered the hood part of Louisville, Kentucky, with a mm-hmm. small little bit of land that she has this rose bush growing from, that I, if I can't teach her, or if I can teach her, then what I do for everybody else that's not like a plant enthusiast, mm-hmm. like I, I can, I can help them in that same vein because. I don't know humility. You know, just just being right, like right, you know. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's like to be green <laughs> and grow. right, right, right. But also, I just want to add. You know what? We all about hot hype and black businesses on this podcast. So mm. please, by all means, mention your consultations. <laughs> you know, mention your me- multimedia project, which we're going to talk about. <laughs> um, you know, because that's the whole purpose of me. You know, getting together with black plant lovers. Mm. You know, we want to make sure that the world knows what we're doing and what we're about. Uh, <laughs> But I love the fact that, you know, you're able to take what you have learned and share it. You know what I mean? And also be able to eke out some money from it. 
I don't think anything's wrong with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I think that's how it should be. Yeah. <laughs> um, so please don't hesitate to, you know, share about your businesses here. Thank you. Yeah. No, I, um, oh, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, I was going to say, uh, speaking of which, let the folks know a little bit more about what a plant consultant consultation with you, how it goes. Yeah. So um, generally when people book with me, uh, they have some experience or sometimes no experience at all with, with plants. And so, and, and that really, I, I, I personally didn't, don't care. You know, I, I, if you want to book with me and you have plants and plant questions, I'm here. Um, so I start with trying to ask as many million questions about each plant one by one, just to give it a personal feel, um, I do believe in asking people like if they have names for their plants, because my approach is not just about like, are you watering? Did you fertilize? But Mm -hmm. did you kind of connect with the ways in which like you are supporting the plant and how the support is, um, how the plant is supporting you? So it's a reciprocal language. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that because it creates more of a connection to you and your care for them. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's, it allows people to kind of spend a little bit more time with plants versus thinking like, Oh, it's not pretty anymore. So I throw it away, which, you know, is valid. Go ahead. You know, I don't diss anyone that's like, look, I just need the aesthetics. Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if that's your thing. You're so thing. But I like to tell people all the time too, you know what, you need to treat plants like you treat people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're all, even if they're the same, you know, you think they're the same, you know, like they look alike. Yeah. That doesn't mean they're going to be needed to cared for the same. So it's like all these different variables. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of times people, um, I have both the people that are just like buying plants to buy them. And I think last year was that testament where people just needed to see their space speak to them or hear their space speak to them differently. So yeah. there was something that was a little bit more purposeful and, and, and meaningful for a lot of people. Um, so yes. that same, you had, right. Those new, those newbies that were just like, yo, I bought 5,000 plants. What do I do now? <laughs> you know, yeah. you have the people that, you know, have, have this heirloom of a plant that they are trying to keep alive. And I think those yeah. are the ones that, um, every, every one of them counts, but there's something that's again, even more personal. And when people ask about, um, how how grief is involved and death is involved it, it is one of those things where you kind of approach it tenderly and um and ask of them to to trust trust like what nature is doing in order for it to thrive um or in order for us to like move about the process if the plant is able to stay alive you know and uh, mm-hmm. and also mm-hmm. me setting that boundary of like i can i can only do so much within my work so i uh I have done rehabilitations for plants, but more so consultations. And so we assess, we ask a bunch of questions. I always say at the top because people instantly judge themselves and how they care for plants. When it's, as soon as we get on the line, I'm like, that's well, not I'm sure. what I'm here for. <laughs> like, I, I'll let yeah. you know, like, I am not going to judge you at all because we right. all have done it. <laughs> oh, please. And oh, I please. I will do the same thing tomorrow. <laughs> like, I will kill a plant tomorrow. So, yeah. <laughs> No, I got some that I didn't. I'm saying bye to you today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just like you know what? I loved you. We, it was good. It was good. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was me. Okay. Yeah. So I, I I like to moving right along. Allow people yeah. to alleviate that pressure because I'm like, if you know, if we go about this in a very you know stern, judgmental, uncomfortable way, then you'll never want to have plants in your space again, or you'll never feel empowered to keep a plant oh, alive yeah. and I that's I care the part for them for yeah I want you to feel good. and I think that's a huge part of it too like making people feel empowered mm-hmm. you know because I can't not, not tell you the number of people who are always <laughs> like oh I'm a plant killer I'm a plant killer mm-hmm. you know like I hear that so much I mean I I have a book club in my and I do like giveaways or whatever mm-hmm. and my little sister had I, she won a plant for me I sent her like the cutest little easiest little Sansevieria mm-hmm. She was just so nervous about it the whole time, you know, and she, if she went a few weeks, the next thing you know, she was like, oh, I feel so bad. I killed it. <laughs> Even though I had given her like strict instructions, yeah. you know, and everything. I think a lot of it is just your energy. Like yeah. you, if you feel like you're just going to, I think subconsciously you end up doing yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also I, I like to tell people that 
uh, your personality and your, just as you said, that and like your lifestyle matters. And sometimes people disregard that part. And if they hear, oh, mm-hmm. that's a high maintenance plant, I can't take care of it. Or that's an easy plant, yeah. I can take care of it. That's subjective. Because I, I will say that I have, I have killed the easy plants. Why? Because I actually like to, I do too much. I like to spend yeah. a little bit more You like time. to interact. So I actually <laughs> like those high maintenance plants a little better. So that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. you know, when people are like, ah, I've heard that it's a, you know, it's a, it's a high it's so hard they you kill them yeah yes. like, like my wife she's that type she loves interacting with her yeah clients, you know and I'm just like and I and I, it's so funny because when I when I'm with her I'm like you know what them plants are like leave me alone <laughs> and you know I, and then she's always when she's about me, I'm like look stop rubbing my plants <laughs> my girls aren't like my girls aren't about that life <laughs> they don't want to be rubbed constantly you know but she is so attentive to her plants she loves rubbing them and doing all that this morning it was so funny when I was talking to her Cause I was, I was at her house yesterday mm-hmm. and I saw that she, like a plant that she had purchased for me was dying. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, why didn't you tell me I would have taken it back? <laughs> and she was just like, I just accept now that I, me and succulents, we just don't work. Yeah. And that's okay. <laughs> and I think that's important <laughs> for people to realize, you know, sometimes you, you just, you are certain types. Yeah. You know, most, most succulents don't want all no, that. No, They don't, you yeah. know. And so I think it's really great when people, you know, get to you know get to learn what works for them and what doesn't yeah, yeah it's a it's one of those things like I'm like you you definitely start to embrace or check in about yourself a little bit more too because mm-hmm. those high maintenance plants if you want to I I honestly I've built a ritual around taking care of them so if that is the morning misting I built that into mm-hmm. like my daily so it comes with coffee you know so it's there I'm you like, go yeah you can love up on those needy plants because you naturally do that you know for anything else in your world and so it 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 might actually serve you to to get more of those tropicals but if you are that person that's like um and I ask people this you know like what is your lifestyle do you travel a lot do you you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) do you forget that you even own a plant (laughs) and they're like actually I do (laughs) I'm like okay great so let's look at the ones that are totally fine with that relationship. <laughs> yes, exactly. And there are lots of them lots. who are like, yeah, girl, leave right. me alone. Like, you're I, about I need a little bit of this here and there, but otherwise I'm good. <laughs> Just put me, you know, in this spot right here and go right, about your life. Right. I'll see you in and when weeks. you come back, you, you can look at me. I'm still okay. cute, whatever, you know? Yeah, definitely. And I think that's so important. So that's why I love the fact that you, you know, I think it's really important that you have started your business and that you are focusing it on making sure people look at those other variables like you said not just how much do you water how much do you fertilize and all that stuff because I think that is ultimately also mm-hmm. part of the joy of you know having yeah. plants you know no one wants to kill a plant no, yeah. so the more that you're conscious of all of the variables I think the happier you it's can be true. as a yeah. parent yeah I, I love it. It's it's yeah. a, it's a lot of fun, and uh, I think it, it's it's something that feels a little bit better than just like telling people the the basic things, um, mm-hmm. because then they do share a little bit more about the journey. Um, whenever c- testimonials come about and people are like, "I've been learning patience," I'm like, "Yes, <laughs> I'm like, yeah." How, when I was like, "Ooh, concept, are we changing lives in this?" great like <laughs> that, that's awesome that is the ultimate right you know just feel like you've been of service yeah. to people and you, you know you know help people like just even if it's just in smallest yes. way just make their lives a little bit better because we all oh, need it <laughs> <laughs> but so in addition to your well can we step back with one second I was going to talk about your um rooted mm-hmm. stories uh project but I also wanted to step back a little mm-hmm. bit and ask you what is an intimacy that I love that people are asking that more and more. That makes me so happy. <laughs> um, so an intimacy director or choreographer is simply someone that um, builds choreography and advocates for the artist or um, talent, whether it be on stage or on film or set. And yeah, we create together and collaborate um, creating intimate scenes that can run the gamut of um, 
self-pleasure or um, partners being in a sensual, you know, moment, lip to lip contact. It could also, you know, go the far extreme of sexual violence or um, domestic abuse. And so I work to play as a buffer in like creating that because that should be choreography. So that way people can step into these characters and step out safely. And then uh, I Mm -hmm. work as an advocate to make sure that all ends um, as far as like production and director um, all are using kind of the same physical language so that it's not like we're just going to wing it, um, but we're actually going to protect everyone in the space and in the experience so that no one leaves that, that, um, that set or that show run traumatized. I love that. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people have no idea that that actually even exists. You know what I mean? That, you know, I mean, I'm assuming people know in general that, you know, these things are somewhat, you know, choreographed, (laughs) but I don't think that people know that, you know, that there is an intimacy director who is making sure that it's a safe space for everyone to work within. And yeah, I really no, it's a, it's I will say it's it's not new. It it has been around, mm-hmm. but it is pretty recent. It's it's or it's spoken of more recently. Um it's okay. kind of came out of or it was more publicized after the uh, Me Too movement was started um, mm-hmm. or it started to get a lot of uh, um, publicity. And yeah, it, it became one of those things where it was like, okay, well, what are we doing to change the culture of the performing arts? What are we doing to mm-hmm. um, to protect everyone on stage and not make it a thing where everyone just feels like if they don't comply and if they don't participate and stay flexible, that they will jeopardize everything that they've been working towards. And so um, that's also helps to advocate for, you know, queer bodies, non, non-binary bodies, um, persons of color, like the whole gamut. And that, for me, being queer and Black matters to me. Like that, I, I, Definitely. I, mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times I've been in a space as an actor and as a dancer where I, you know, it's predominantly white and there is an entitlement to what can be done to my body, you know, and, 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 mm-hmm. and how mm. nervous I was in the beginning of my career saying no uh, or right. or setting any boundary. And it, it's, it, it is it's yes. something that is very toxic. It is something that now we are embracing what intimacy direction looks like. And it doesn't water down the, the level of intimacy and make people think like, oh, that was choreographed. That was, you know. I didn't believe that. No, it actually boosts it because the more confident and comfortable you are with your scene partner, that trust is great. Mm -hmm. And it is, it is achieved even more. I'm like, I just, yeah, yeah. I could see that. I could see that. Yeah. People have been talking about because (laughs) I mean, I'm imagining that it's like, oh my God. Yeah. I'm imagining that it's already, you know, it can be an uncomfortable Mm -hmm. situation Mm -hmm. from the get go. But so then when you already know that we have these boundaries, we have these, you know, we know how this Mm -hmm. is going to work and function, you know, in agreed upon ways, you know, for everyone involved, I can, I can just see how that just increases the creativity, you know, and the participation. And it says that. That's so interesting. I had to ask. Honestly, it just says that if I have a partner on stage, you know, I'm comfortable, confident in saying, yes, let's do this. But I'm also trusting that mm-hmm. they're okay with me saying no. And that is that I mean the power go. of the power of yes is lovely. The power of no is poignant. It's, it's just is no my is my jam. jam. <laughs> <laughs> like it is my like Ooh. look. I you know I always tell people I tell people my life I'd be like, I, I love know. you, but no. Okay. That's the no. it, it there's it's so Ooh. okay. That's a whole other conversation <laughs> because it's so hard. Oh my God. <laughs> Yo, but I know, but you know what I love though? I love that. Like you said, people are more and more embracing mm-hmm. the fact that it is yeah. okay. You know what I mean? To be like, no, yeah. you know, I think so many of the fears that people have censored around no have been challenged, especially after, you know, 
this pickle mm. we have been <laughs> in for the last yeah. year, I think that people are just realizing life yeah. is short. It, you know, we don't have time to waste. We don't have games to play with people. <laughs> so if it's no, it's no, it's, it no. Doesn't, it's not a depiction of how I see you. You know, it's solely it's it's, it's, it's how, how I see me, baby. And that's <laughs> yeah. How that is that that concept alone is carried um, to all of us. We just think like if we say no, this person's going to like break down. They're literally going to break like a twig. Mm-hmm. And it's like actually no, that's that's just you setting a boundary. All right, let's move on now. Exactly. You know, yeah. <laughs> but we carry and no yeah, in like such next, a like you know, way. I we carry no in such an interesting way I mm, yeah yeah I mean but it's the whole thing about boundaries you know slowly being picked away which I love you know like I have a thing where I have had to you know reinforce this and I she's at the point now where she gets it well my Mm -hmm. wife understands that at a certain time at night I don't want to have conversations Mm -hmm. yeah you know what I mean that's just me sometimes I always say I like in my night peaceful (laughs) and quiet so at a certain time of night, I don't want to have any more conversations. It's not about you. It's about me. I want to end my night, you know, relax, restful with my tea or my chai, mm-hmm. my whatever, yeah. in my own way. You know what I mean? So yeah. I can sleep well. I've only had one girlfriend <laughs> you know? who understood that part for me in the morning. She like knew really? that. Uh, she knew that in the mornings was just not before coffee. Don't expect not necessarily nice things, but just don't expect me to be pleasant. I am like a grouch. And so she <laughs> was lovely. Um, uh, sadly, it didn't work out, but um, there were many other things that happened. But uh, as far as like the, the, yeah. the good points and qualities, she could recognize that. And so she would um, get coffee and then kind of start the conversation. And I'd just be like, like yes I'm like somebody that knows you knows to to give to give you what you need in order for it to just like vibe for us to flow we want you know what I day to flow right I mean like I literally can't put words right like so (laughs) it's like other people you know and it's weird though when people fight that right when they fight that and I mean, honestly, me and my wife, we've been together yes. over 20 years. Give me, so, just speak to that. Um, that good. Mm, <laughs> one day. <laughs> you know, trust me, it's been a lot, but we, it you know, we're still lot. here today. That's so I'm grateful. Years. I love Yes. Um, but right. it wasn't always like that, obviously, you know, but it's just like, you know, like I said, the more that you demand mm. and stand for yourself yeah. and your boundaries, the more people either step in yeah. line or step out very true you know what I mean so I love that yeah but I I just had to ask that question though about the intimacy director because I was like that sounds (laughs) so interesting I want to know what that is and I'm sure other people probably wondered and you know just never wanted to ask somebody so (laughs) that's why I asked but I also want to ask because I know you have um Mm -hmm. your Jive Plants Rooted Stories multimedia Mm -hmm. project and I definitely want you to share more yeah, of that. With so the Rooted Stories has been an idea that I've uh, I've had for a long time, but it I didn't really have the space or capacity to to pursue it. So I one I love plants, and I recall both as being um, not just a historian, but just being a child, recapping a lot of things that I saw in, in my childhood in Louisville. Um, kind of how I came into came into the realm of loving plants. And so, or just appreciating seeing someone tend to plants and what that meant, especially on the level of like uh, meditative practices and seeing Black women specifically have that without naming it. So uh, this was something that I saw with my grandmother. My grandmother still has this rose bush today. And um, I started there and then I wanted to see how both within this pandemic and really um, wanting to encapsulate uh, or encapsulate the the experience of of, uh, plants and this uh, poplamus. I'm trying to come up with another P word. (laughs) (laughs) I know all the P words. (laughs) Just kind of find a way to 
ask of people or, 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 or create a way for people to store these stories or to, to document these stories because um, it doesn't just have to be about the pandemic, but just about their journeys with plants, whether it came from grief, whether it came from healing, whether it's, you know, simply a, a matter of growth and understanding, you know, for, for themselves. I started Rooted Stories as a way to also find our stories in the history of, of, of gardening and plant care. Um, it matters mm-hmm. to me that our stories are not lost or told by other people. So uh, Rooted Stories yes. is a multimedia project that I am, I have recognized more and more. It is a hefty endeavor. <laughs> and so I am, I am t- telling myself to be patient with that, that process, but um, throughout it, there are stories that are both visually, um, visually experienced. There's, um, audible experience of there is an element of a podcast and then there's also ends for tutorial and just overall uh, and something that I'm slowly letting people know there's a plantable page um, and that's just so that if anybody picks up rooted stories like if they pick it up they know that they can start planting right there um, and I, I that again matters to me as far as who gets access to that um, if it is something that's available mm-hmm. for community centers and children in food deserts can simply pick that up and say like, okay, I can start growing sunflowers. Yes, you can. They're right there. So, and, and the work of it again, because this is a, it, it's an endeavor that <laughs> I, I, I dream big and am strongly ambitious. And then I was like, okay, now that I'm doing this, the logistics have to stay that way too. Um, or they can, they can morph, but. The idea is to make sure that it's fully sustainable, so it is something that um, won't, you know, contribute to waste, but can serve to continue to take care of this earth that we should be taking care of anyway. So uh, that is, you get like full scoop. <laughs> that is. That, oh no! That yes, is the, please. Uh, that is yeah. stories. I love that. That's awesome! Awesome. So like. Where can the plant lovers learn more about that? Though, because I think that's you know I'm excited about the possibilities. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it just sounds like mm-hmm. so multi layered, you know. And I especially love the part about you know people can just like you know if you where how do, like you said the sunflower thing you know where can I do how can I do that? Yes, this is how and you know and get people going because I yeah. think that's usually yeah. the most difficult part, right? Access. Yeah. you know and impetus you yeah. know what I mean like here um, go so right now, I love that where can I we learn more am, uh, I just have my GoFundMe which is available I'm raising money in order to really start the first what I hope to do the first release of uh the first publication of it so yeah just a lot of work in that and then the goal is to make it a, a quarterly um publication for now if that's the space that I that I can at the moment just as a one one person <laughs> team um, but I am yeah I'm raising money right now uh, through GoFundMe to take care of kind of designer and pre-production filming all of that um, those those fees they they, they rack up <laughs> oh I'm sure um, and so we didn't even mention this at the top, but let's do this. Let's let the people know where they can find you yes, online. You can find me on my Instagram at Jai Plants. That's J-Y-P-L-A-N-T-Z. Um, I also have my, you can also book appointments for plant consultations um, on Calendly. And then you can just look up Jai Plants again, J-Y-P-L-A-N-T-Z. NTZ and then I'm also on Facebook so those are my social needs <laughs> and and you're on the yes. Plants on Facebook as well as well okay awesome a couple other things so how long have Ooh, you been a plant you know parent? I've been a I've been a plant parent easily years uh like an avid one six okay. years uh I had a lucky bamboo that got me through grad school <laughs> um, and I I, I, I love that I got her from a hair beauty supply store 
and mama's still thriving and so that, <laughs> i love it but like the the, the the forest the the jungle really grew probably about six years ago when i recognized how much i needed it um in my one bedroom apartment in chicago because those those winters i know same. people always tell me those yeah. winter months it gets a little, especially honestly, in my mind right now, especially after this last winter. winter, winter it's February. February. We're, we're <laughs> you know what I mean? Because everything else was kind of like, okay, I could do this. But then February came and it was like, what in God's name is going on? That's so true. <laughs> well, it's always funny. We're always surprised Just like, every year. We're like, I'm like, yo, y'all got this I know. I know. Even though. Even though natives, y'all noticed by now. I know, but I'm born and raised, okay? I'm born and raised here. And I remember one February when mm-hmm. I used to work in corporate America. I'm downtown on Michigan and Washington, Washington. And I remember, like it was yesterday, that I'm standing on Michigan and Washington. I lived on mm-hmm. Michigan and 29th Street. And mm-hmm. normally it would take me 20 minutes to get home. <laughs> it took me two hours oh, because it was a <laughs> snowstorm. <laughs> You know, and I just like, yeah, but yeah. I'm like, it's always well, in February. I used to have, you know? oh, go ahead. Sorry. I'm like, it's insane. Yeah. I No, I'm just saying, it's insane. Habit, my first, I would say my first three years where, because I, I got here when it was like the winter apocalypse, one of those. I, I literally moved here in the September 2013. And it was right before. Oh, I, I, and I, I, something told me to purchase some winter pants and when I did I I mean I I just I I still have them today because I was like these are Chicago strong so I remember each each winter though (laughs) whenever it would snow really hard uh and I didn't have a car I'm walking home from the train I would slip in snow literally fall where I'm like face in snow and someone who was also walking home trying to like trudge through the snow and get home as soon as possible and warm up they would always like step over me. <laughs> it always happened. And no one ever turned around and was like, hey, can I help you up? They would just be like, oh, you're in my way. Excuse me. And just keep moving. So I was like. They were like, girl, get up. Right. They we like, all trudging. We all trudging through okay. it. Get up. So I, I mean, I look back now and it, it is laughable. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. But like. <laughs> I was like, no one. You're cares. like, they what's going like, on? Oh, she fell. Excuse me. I'm gonna. No one cares. On. Right? They're like, right. Oh. They're like, girl, get up. Right. So lift the leg. They were like, you're so dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Oh, they're like, yeah. Spread your legs when, when you walk. You're, you're more grounded. Right. You know. Oh yeah, that is such a funny story. I love. it. I love that, but yeah, I mean, you've been here long enough to know that we don't always have the worst winters, yeah. even though people like to pretend we do. You know, I mean, uh, I guess you were here during Siberia. Uh, I don't no, know. I don't think I. Were got you? That. I think I came after. Yeah. No, yeah. I think you were. You I came mean, after it's Siberia. Definitely been. An yeah. Experience to where I'm like, okay, <laughs> so after like those experiences of like being stepped over or just like bearing the cold and tucking tucking <laughs> plastic in my windows to keep the wind from coming in. I was like, I just need um, my oasis in here. I just need my, I need something to, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I need some life, some color, <laughs> yes. some, you know, some humidity. You know, I, I, like, my goodness. I just, I can't do yeah. without because, and I, I always say this, uh, when I came out of my relationship that I moved here with, I had to you know, kind of come to terms like, what has me in Chicago now? And I remember thinking to myself, one, like, I've, I feel like I've always been connected to nature. Um, I would ride the bus, the 47, all the way, like on, um, on a Lakeshore Drive. And I could see the lake. Mm-hmm. I was in love with the lake. And I was like, the lake has kept me first. And then it's the best. It's it's amazing, oh especially God, when you the have best. the Ohio River that you've grown around. So it's like you see the other side of the river, <laughs> but when you can just see like a like a body of water and see <laughs> no end, ugh, that's that's truly what has been the first uh, and foremost thing that's kept me in Chicago and then the community that I've built. Mm. Yeah, I mean, speaking of the lakefront, yeah. is 
like it's life for me you know I just honestly it never I'm when I'm driving along Lakeshore Drive I'm always like yes. hoping no one's really around me because I'm trying to look over you know I'm, I'm trying to take the, it the, in the, I'm like mad when people be like speeding up around me <laughs> yeah I'm like sick yeah I'm like, why are they going so fast let's take it in let's take it in you know I like love it so much because I do yeah. like you know I didn't do it last year obviously because you know yes. of the persnicketiness of that was of the role was going in but I was just like normally mm -hmm. I'm on the lakefront regularly you know I have my favorite mm -hmm. beach I'm always biking you know this year finally hopefully I get to do uh, more because I did like a biking and meditation um, that I had because uh, I have this mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, thing called Fat Girl Ohm. So I was, I'm hoping to do more of that because I'm like, I, that's the one yeah. thing I definitely yeah. missed so much. You know, so when the mayor was like, the beaches and stuff yeah. will be open, yeah. I'm like, oh my God, yes. You know, I'll have to go early in the morning because I still learned about that human that's life, you know, but <laughs> I'm like, I still want to be out there. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm not even about it. So, you know, I go mm -hmm. real early and you know, you're on the North end. I miss so it though. I don't even I deal. I don't even bother. And I want to move back <laughs> so badly just because I want to have access to the beaches over there. Um, I just, I love them so much. I love to see us there, you know, and yeah, being, us, you know, yes, more yes. like Northwest also, it just, it, it allows, it disconnects me. Yeah. Yeah. It takes you a little bit longer to yeah to get to yeah but I just mm. love you know that's the one thing I love about my city you know people always want to talk about mm -hmm. I'm sorry right <laughs> like, perfect speaking city. of They're the like, city um <laughs> I know <laughs> right, they said, oh, did you, like don't did you, forget when you <laughs> I live by a fire, you know, house and <laughs> they be making way noise, way more noise than they need to. I mean, but anyway, that's a whole other story. Yeah. Um, because mm. ain't nobody on the street, yeah. you hear nothing but them, but they still you gotta love it. But yeah, I mean, definitely <laughs> one of the things I love about my city <laughs> is mm -hmm. uh that beautiful yeah. lake. Yeah. Ah, I could talk about Chicago I'm forever, but <laughs> you <laughs> more about but more about you because that's why we're here today tell me what you know speaking of our plantstagram black plantstagram community what is one of your favorite mm. things about the community favorite things about you know what I would definitely have to say especially more recently I feel like the language that we use when we talk to our plants is the best and and it's because it's not coming from this like very stern um uh standard of thinking about our plants um we see our plants and we address it uh with something that's a little bit more I, I would say wholesome and just honest so yeah like we give space to ourselves and to to the people around us to to mess up um, we create content that <laughs> allows us to, I don't know, just to, 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 to vibe a little differently, um, when it comes to, to be black, black, to, to be, be black, black, black. like my, my plants are, are, are black as hell or something like that. Where it like, sorry, I didn't ask if you could press on here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But. Oh, no, like that's right. when Whatever. you know, I, I think that part <laughs> when, um, like, either we name how we name our plants or how we, how we, how we even give instructions or tutorials on how to care for your plants, like those things. Mm -hmm. That's my favorite because yeah. again, it's like I can see a family member of mine who may not, you know, or a, a friend of mine or anybody, anybody that could walk up and be like, great, I've never touched a plant. I don't know if I can do this or I'm allowed to. They can find themselves being able to care for it because they can connect with the person that's teaching them. I just, 
I'm like, that's that's all that I need. Yes. That's all that I need. Like, in uh, the way that we yes. each other concepts, the way that we somehow always tend to connect it back to it being our birthright. I just, I love that. <laughs> like, I was like, I love that so much. We don't just say the bad Yes, I love like, that. You know, we tell you a story about you and your plans. I'm like, okay, I, and I am here to listen. Okay, so. yes. I love it. I love that so very much. Um, What's your favorite part? Yeah, I love that. I love the way you put it. <laughs> um, but my favorite part about the flag community mm-hmm. is moments like this, you know, where mm-hmm. I get to connect with other Black plant lovers, you know, and get to feel their energy and get to learn their story and why they're wise you know what I mean like I love that so much you know um I'm so glad I started you know my page it was so random that I ended up starting it I started my page last June and yeah you know it was so random though because I was just like look you know, when I would post my plants on my other page, you know, I couldn't even really have like conversations with people, but you know, it wasn't. Yeah. Like, and I was like, look, my plants need a place to shine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I want to be able to connect with other folks who understand yeah. this yeah. plant I, actually, love. I was you like, know what I mean? I, I was born so, yeah, away, especially like when I went to your page too. And then I was like, what? She sells plants too? Like, I was like, oh, snap. And I mean, like, you were so pleasant and it was such a quick little like, that's why I I'm, I'm, I'm really look forward to us being done with this periwinkle because the day that um, we can all see each other and hang out, uh, it was such a like passing yes. by situation where it was like, great, thank you, have a good day. But I was like, oh, I wanted to like connect with this person and uh I know that was so. I did too. I'm like, I want like the minute that you like when we finally like came face to face, face to face. I was like, oh, I wanted to hug her, but I was like, oh yeah, yeah no, you know, like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Amazing, like, oh hey, thanks. so yeah, I, I yeah today because yeah, I, I just everyone's energy has been amazing, and sometimes I even have to remind myself that I'm like that that I have to get to know y'all more. Because we've known each other to a degree, but yeah. there, so and that more. one yeah, area of our life, the but there's so much more, in. right? That's one of the reasons. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do this podcast. You know, because I'm like, mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. we know that we exist <laughs> now. Amen. Praises. Yeah. But what are our stories? Mm-hmm. We're all so different. Yes, we have that one commonality. But really, like, who are we as individuals? And that was the whole impetus for this podcast, Um, which I started last year, but I lost Mm. a lot of hours of interviews. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, but I was just like, Mm -hmm. yeah. And I I was just like, you know what, Jay, get over it and keep it moving. Yeah. Took me a while. My wife was saying, okay. Yeah. But I was just like, you know what? Because I'm such a, like, I'm, I'm a control freak in a lot of ways. So mm-hmm. for me to have something that I cannot fix yeah. was so hard for me to just <laughs> accept, but I'm getting better at it. And I was like, oh, so now you're stagnant. Is mm-hmm. that how we, that's how we roll it, right? You're stagnant now? Yeah. Like, no, we don't, we don't, we definitely don't want to do stagnant. Yeah. So that's why I was like, I'm just doing it, you know? Yeah. And well, it's also like, that's why we're here today. Because <laughs> it's, it's constantly bridging the gap and and allowing the conversation amongst all identities in black, you know? And I think that that's the part that I've voiced um, a few times with the people that I've interacted with, because, you know, I, I don't, I don't have to have certain reservations or fears when it comes to being queer and black amongst like, for the most part, like cis het men, you know, and, and, and knowing that you know we all carry our our own things when it comes to like our interactions with people I feel very comfortable you know being queer Mm -hmm. in spaces and not feeling like okay I'm going to be ostracized because of this and I'm 33 and still you know coming out and grappling with that and still knowing that especially within like the black community that can still be a taboo thing so I, I just appreciate the fact that we're like here are plants and also here, here, here's us, (laughs) 
you know? And here I am. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, here I am. Yeah. yeah. And we can go there. Yeah. And, even, and, and yeah. I see, and I will be 52 next month. So in my mind, it's yeah. like, here's my plant. Here I am. Here and you're not. You here you're not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just don't oh have it in God. me to care. You know what I mean? I just don't have it in me. Like, because I always tell people I didn't have a coming out story. Yeah. I lived. And folks, Mm -hmm. you know, if they had an issue that was theirs, it wasn't mine. Uh, And actually, I didn't have like any resistance. I'm sure my family, they had probably their little, you know, private conversations, but my family, they're they're not messy. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it was never like any kind of conversations or whatever. My mom, I just just lived through the phone with her Bible and Um, like, you know call me the black sheep and banish me from the, the the house but she was just like all right yes i already knew shit <laughs> that's legit like that's that's the quote oh, that's- <laughs> <laughs> oh my, no my dad i love it and my mother's a minister <laughs> yeah so but it was kind of you know i was just kind of like mm, i'm because i tell people all the time because it, it breaks my spirit mm-hmm. when i see people you know not living fully you know, and being depressed because of, you know, whatever. And I'm always like, you know mm. what? If you're living your life the way other people yeah. want you to live, guess what? It's yeah. not. It's not your life, yeah. you know? And that is no mm-hmm. way to live. Like, I've just always been that way. My family literally met my wife at a mm. party that I gave for my sister who was moving away. Mm-hmm. I had this party. She and her son were there. Yes. And that was that. Mm-hmm. it was like this is tina this is blah 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 blah, blah you know uh, yes and it went about my day <laughs> that was it yeah and that's one of the things i love about the younger generation because i feel yeah. like you know yeah. they are living more you know what i mean unlike you know the older generation where it was like people spent yeah. their whole lives like you know being in the closet and not telling people like i never forget i read this post on upworthy about this man mm. who I don't know if he was like 90 mm. you know still like lamenting oh. you know towards the end of his life this man that he loved yeah but didn't feel he could be with you know what I mean could you imagine mm-hmm. being 90 at the end of your life yeah. no I that to oof, me is heartbreaking oof. yeah no I I truly I so, appreciate you sharing that yeah. that's 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 something that I feel like especially as a millennial being in that like cusp of change where it was like you could be closeted, but then there was an opportunity that opened that allowed you to come out, you know, like we, the, the, the millennial like mm-hmm. <laughs> generation is in such a weird, um, I don't know, um, just like apex, you know, and it's just, it's, it's really interesting just thinking about that because I feel like I'm definitely at this point where I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't really care, but I also am very mindful of like the spaces that I'm in, you know, and, and still thinking about how people are mm-hmm. curious as to how or why. And I'm like, I just don't really need to explain this to you anymore. <laughs> Google. Yeah, I'd be like, Google's your friend, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere. At yeah. any moment, Google is your open friend. Free. Who's willing. It's crazy for you to quiz yeah. it in any kind of way you want, you know? Yeah. But I, you know, honestly, I do agree that I love that, you know, there's so yeah. many of us, varieties mm-hmm. of us in the black plantstagram. And yeah. I yes. think that's really yes. important as well that we show up, uh, you know, in, in every way. Because once again, you know, it gives people, right. you know, when exactly. you see yourself, you can be yourself. Exactly. So I love that. I love that. Now we all in love with the plantstagram, but how about about what do you think needs to change? If there was one thing, just one thing about the, mm. you know, the plantstagram, oh, what would you love to question. see change? Something that I would love to see change. I would say. Honestly, I guess it's the uh, the expression or the the acceptance of the many ways that people express their relationship with plants. Um, I, I I think I draw a lot from all of the different identities, and so like there's both people that will 
be nude, you know, and on on uh, with their plants or you know, don't mind showing skin or, mm-hmm. you know, something that might be quote unquote secular. And then we have people that are, you mm-hmm. know, a little bit more traditionalist. And I think that there can be all of those represented because why not? So you feel like there's some uh, resistance to say the people who, like you said, who will plant, think- who will pose nude, nude with their plants? Yeah, I think as opposed so. to people who post them in their hands or just, you know, um, a lot broader as it relates to like respectability politics and um, like patriarchal structure mm-hmm. that says like certain people can't do things or at least we can't be yeah. um, even flamboyant with our plants. Um, yeah. That is, yeah, I love yeah. that you brought that up because I, you know, it, I hadn't it, really it, thought it, about it, that. It continues to stand and into I, the phobias and the isms for us and so I think that yes though we have um plants as our you know our linchpin it's like we also have the opportunity to be able to see how our differences can be discussed when we when we embrace other people so when we embrace um people who are don't look like us or don't think like us or can you know don't carry even a um uh, an area of like religion or spirituality when it comes to plants but they they just have something that's a little bit um i don't know i i guess though the word is just uh uh more one point yeah maybe people like you said flamboyant a little more avant-garde with the way they you know they show themselves yeah to embrace all of those sides and i i love seeing that and it it tends to happen to where there's a lot more people who um don't identify in like the heteronormative sense or they don't identify as heterosexual that will be very open and broad about you know how they Mm -hmm. express themselves through their Mm -hmm. plants that you know can sometimes be looked down upon and so there's this there's this divide and it's like well actually no like I you know it it doesn't really need to be there um it it actually can can live in the same space um yeah that's how it is in the real world yeah because guess what (laughs) that's how it is in the real world honey and that's how you can (laughs) it's like you gonna be all right (laughs) you know what I mean it's not for you guess what don't do it (laughs) you know (laughs) it's like yeah. you're not you're not down with posing nude with your plants then don't pose nude with your plants you know but you don't have to be like so judgy about anybody else who uh, yes. that's how they want to express themselves I love the creativity I love the mixture like I um yesterday I came across this one account um that followed me and I uh had tagged mm-hmm. uh the show because you know I had announced the show and I love mm. everything about the account because it's so unique. It's so different. Like, <laughs> yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I get tired of seeing folks with their plants in their hand. You know, like, yeah. you know, every post on the on their thing is yeah. a plant in their hand. I'd be like, okay, another plant in their hand. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'd be like, okay, you know? So I love seeing all the creativity, yeah. all the variety, like, so, uh, but I did not know that people were actually having problems with that. But that just goes to show you, mm. you know, when humans are there involved, are, there are. there's all kinds and I mean, of possibilities. The way in which people express themselves is just good and it, bad. It, it's, <laughs> it's on them, you know. It's up to them. And I, 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 yeah, I think that yes, you can have a preference on what you like to see. And I love it when people say, like, you know, I try to design one hundred percent what content I can like Instagram shows me. I, I appreciate that so much. Like uh social supplants, whenever she brings that up, Lou, mm-hmm. she says like, you know, I, I have the pages that I follow and then the pages that I don't, I don't, you know, I try to curate it around what I want to see. So, right. you know, but at the same time, like being, being open yeah. to seeing how people can create art through their plants. And that may not look like yours, it's just an extension of them. And if, if you're blocking that, you're blocking the opportunity to get to know someone and you're saying that like this doesn't qualify, but yours right. does. So it's like, then what are we? Are we are are we here to be divisive, or are we here to at least again ha- make sure everyone has access to this? Right, and you know, mm-hmm. like I like 
like we mentioned before, the creativity of it all is the thing that attracts me in right. general. Even if I'm not into like your style, mm-hmm. I can appreciate the creativity, yeah. you know, yeah. or I can keep it moving. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I love that. What would be yours? I'm curious. Now I'm like, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, What would I change about the plant community? Honestly, I think I talked about this in my uh, previous Mm -hmm. interview with Antoinette. You know, the whole like the rules. I'm not a rules person. Like, I don't follow anybody's. I think rules are for tools. (laughs) Um, So I'm just kind of like, okay, yeah. You know, like people who are so diehard in their rules. That's always been my thing that I just kind (laughs) of laugh at. I, you know, I think that's why me and my mother battled our, you know, so much when I was like, uh, I was just like, yeah, no, you know, I think, you know, it's great that people want to share their experiences and what they think. But I think that there's, like I said, I I treat plants like I do people. There's always variables. You know what I mean? So for me, I think it's all the rules. You must, you must, you must, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it, those it, are the, that that's happen. the one thing. <laughs> and you're right. You're absolutely right. It's like, and your whatever happens in your <laughs> microclimate is truly up to to you know to you and to what your how your plant vibes with it because it yeah. you know it can legit work for you. And then if I put that same pilea in my house, it can just wither. <laughs> and not it will die. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> it will die. Yes, you know. Um, thank you. thank you so much. This yeah. has been such a good conversation. I knew it was going to be. <laughs> so, there you have it episode two of The Root of Things with Black Plant Lovers. I'm so excited that Diarika could come on. I loved chatting with her, and you guys need to make sure that you're following her at Jive Plants. That's with a Z. And stay tuned for all her projects and check into her consultation services. It's all good. So thanks again for listening and see you next time on The Root of Things with Black Plant Lovers.